Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. We love getting your letters. We've said this before, I'll say it again. We don't have to think up questions. No, but <laughs> we do have to think of the answers I've learned. Oh, and darn. That sometimes can be equally as difficult. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. But we got a, another great email uh, this week from a, uh, uh, I, I love fan mail from some flounder, which comes from Rocky and Bullwinkle, so I won't say that. Okay. But we got a nice email from uh, Alex in Virginia, who had some questions about a project uh, that he's uh, going to be bidding on, and um, and we thought we'd uh, share this with our audience a little widely today, since it'll take into account you know some things that you might do as, as a voice actor down the road here, or maybe even next week, the way this crazy business works. So it starts out, Hi, Warren. A financial services company has asked me to submit some information for their phone messaging system that would include standard phone triage scripting and marketing on hold messaging. How would you suggest I approach pricing? And he's says here is, should I do it by word or prompt or by hour or by project or maybe even a monthly retainer? And what is a fair market price for such work? He didn't want to lowball himself uh, out of the project or uh, price himself out of the opportunity either. And so uh, we thought we'd address some of these issues uh, right from the top here. Well, Alex, first of all, congratulations. This is the type of job that really lends itself to repeat business. And as we all know, repeat business in this field is mm. a great way of you know developing your success and, and building up your client base. Um, um, so here's a couple of, of uh, pointers for you. Um, as far as your how should you charge for it, you know, I think, and, and Warren, I think you'll hopefully agree with me, um, that uh, usually by the hour is kind of the best way to charge unless it's a really big project. You know, chances are good for something like a phone messaging system. You know, it's going to be a, a, a you know, a handful, a couple of dozen prompts, but probably nothing that would take you more than an hour or two. Um, so usually by hour is a good way to go. Go. You know, we always recommend something like around the neighborhood of 125 to 175 for your first hour, and then maybe around 75 or so for the for the second or consecutive hours. Yeah, that, that's. I think that's in the ballpark. And uh, as far as a monthly retainer is concerned, that's that's a little tough because they may not need updates on on a monthly basis, and they may find that that is something that maybe could you know put you out of the running when you uh, include something like that. So don't go that direction. But again, make it a, a fair first hour and and very fair subsequent hour. I agree with you, Mike. I don't think uh, when you're working in something like this that it takes very long to do, but sometimes it's a little tricky in the phrasing. And then, you know, obviously you've got names perhaps that you're reading of, of folks maybe not born in this country or born in this country with strange names, right. you know, like Smith and Jones, you know, <laughs> Garling. Or, yeah, Garling, you know, all those. So, um, again, it, you know, not to, to you know belabor the point, but it, I think hourly does work, yeah. So he goes on to say they've asked if they there would be any ancillary costs that need to be included. Should I include professional studio slash editing time if they're not satisfied with my home recording setup? Um, and they ask about turnaround time for changes and, and that sort of thing. So let's let's address this whole home recording versus you know professional studio idea. Especially when you're talking uh, a work that's going to be heard on a telephone, your home recording should be just fine. I, I think your quality is going to be fine. Uh, sometimes I think when we've done, I, I know when we've done work here, we've actually cut back on the quality so it sounds better on the phone. Right. It saves on bandwidth and file size that and too. makes it easier to upload. So a lot of times clients actually, when they ask for a phone system, they don't want the highest possible quality sound uh, file because it can actually be a little bit too cumbersome. So I agree 
injury worn, your home recording setup is probably perfectly fine for a, a telephone system um, and, and probably fine for most uh, recording jobs if you have a, you know, a, a pretty solid home recording setup. And I would say too, don't, don't offer that out there. You know, you say, you know, should I should I include professional studio editing time? Yeah. Uh, you know, no. Don't give them two estimates: one for your home recording setup, and one for you know if you have to go to a studio because that that just makes them second guess your home recording capabilities. Be confident in your abilities, and then you know um, go from there. What I will say though is, if they want um, a lot of editing, you may want to factor that into your rate. So, for example, if there are say fifty different prompts and they want each one of those saved as a separate file. Mm. That can take more time. Then you're looking at maybe an extra hour's worth of editing time. So keep stuff like that in mind, and and don't be afraid to factor that into your into your your estimate and, and explain that to them. Simply just sure. say, listen, you know, it's it's an hour to two hours for recording and an extra hour for editing. And I, I think most companies will understand and respect that. Uh, you ask as well, Alex, is two days competitive for future changes turnaround? Uh, and I would say yes. If if uh, if you know you can do it in 24 hours, tell them two days. All right, I'm working on a project right now that I'm pretty sure I can get done in a week, but I have told them it's going to be 10 to 14 days, you know, 10 days to two weeks. And that way, when I deliver it at the end of a week, they're going to be very happy, obviously. So same sort of thing. If you think uh, you can, you, your turnaround is pretty good, you're never, you know, all that busy that you can't find time to do this in, in 24 hours, tell them two days. And I think that's very competitive. Yeah, and don't be afraid to ask them what their deadline is. You know, if they say, hey, we want you to do, you know, a couple of updates to this and that, simply just say, great. When when's the best time yeah. that you need it by? And right. if they say something unreasonable, then you know if they say oh by three o'clock and you can't do it, just say listen I can't do that. I'll have it to you by the end of the night. If they say oh sometime next week is fine, then like you said Warren, you can record it the next day, send it over to them, and it just makes you look good as a talent. So let them kind of lead you as far as what kind of turnaround time they expect from you. And then Alex says finally uh, they ask if or how I handle Spanish translation, and he puts down here hmm I'm not fluent in Spanish, so how do I suggest, or how do you suggest I approach such a question without being eliminated from consideration? I don't know about you, Mike, but when I've called up and um, and, and listened to prompts on the telephone, I'm often hearing a second voice on the Spanish side. Yeah, I would say that's actually probably the case 95% of the times. Most times people, they a voicemail system, they want a fluent English speaker for their main voice line, and they want a fluent Spanish speaker for the secondary line, and, and they don't want any overlap. They don't want somebody to have an accent or anything like that. So a lot of times, most times actually I hear a lot is like a, a you know a male voice with a, a female Spanish voice or a female voice with the male Spanish voice. You know right. they, they like it to be kind of separated so that they're very clearly distinct from each other. So the answer to your question also then about do I need to include outsourced translation services in my price or is it perfectly okay to admit I don't provide Spanish translation? I think it's the second half of that answer. Just simply tell them, you know, hey, listen, I, I don't speak Spanish. You know, there's a lot of Spanish voice actors out there. Um, but, but, you know, it's not... Providing out service uh, quotes for them is really going to get you into uh, a lot more work than you need. You have to cast the piece, then you have to reach out and find Spanish language voice actors. You know, just just let them do that part of the work. If you happen to know somebody who fits that bill, then be free, feel free to recommend them. But if not, just you know, just try and get into your side of things and, and handle that side of things. And Alex, congratulations! He's got uh, on a positive note. I have finally secured my first voiceover opportunity. It's taken about nine 
nine months since I've been up and running, but I was asked to narrate a mini documentary, uh, and it's an event promo for a nonprofit. And the subject matter evidently is right up his alley, he says here. It's stuff that he has studied, that he's really proud to be involved with. So he's, he's very happy and proud. He says here, I'm very happy and proud. See, I told you uh, <laughs> that this topic constitutes my inaugural voiceover project. I finished the narration. I'm just waiting for the final video. So congratulations, Alex. That's terrific. And there's a really good chance there just to point something out to our listeners. You know, um, Alex writes here that it took him about nine months to get his first voiceover job. Now, I met Alex and I worked with him a little here at the studio, and he is one of the most persistent and tenacious people I've ever seen go into this field. He is a guy who has been out there marketing himself. And, and you know, he's a great voice actor. So I think, you know, it's just a good reminder for people that no matter how good you are or how hard you apply yourself, sometimes it can take longer than others. And we've said this before on the show. Yeah, sometimes it's not in your hands, okay? Mm-hmm. The folks he's been talking to just at that point didn't need his voice that day. And that's just happened to him for a few months. And now he's got that first project. He feels great about it. And I think you'll find, Alex, that the ball's going to start rolling down the hill now and gaining speed and, and you know, like a snowball getting bigger. And where am I going with this analogy anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, going towards the end of the podcast, but we're getting there. Okay. Um, but no, it's, it's a great point. And like you said, you know, here he's got his first job under his belt and he's, you know, submitting a, a quote for a second job. So as you can see, it's like in a very short period of time, he went from no jobs to potentially having two jobs and it's just going to continue from there. So, there you so go. congratulations on that, Alex. And thanks for the letter. Starting your own business can be a challenge and voice acting is no different and that's why voice coaches offers an introduction to our our fun industry if you will called getting paid to talk it's a single evening adult education class offered through universities colleges schools and recreation programs across the u.s and canada and we make it easy we come to you that's right the week of october 21st will be in burnt hills hudson and chatham new york plus eight locations on long island also in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, and Hamilton, Ohio. And that same week, look for us in nine schools in Pennsylvania, including Abington, Westchester, Pottstown, Worcester. I think it's Worcester in Pennsylvania. I know it is in Massachusetts. Uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I know those are pronounced correctly. <laughs> Find out when we'll be near you by calling 866-887-2834. So wait, you got to one-up me, Warren? Is that what it is? I say we're going to be in eight locations on Long Island, so you have to follow me up with we're going to be in nine locations in Pennsylvania. Well, who, who writes really? this? I know. Seriously. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, anyway, folks, you can also email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, just like Alex did today. And as you can see, he got his uh, multiple questions answered on the show. We'll be happy to do that for you as well. Um, so send us your questions, your comments, your topic suggestions for our weekly foray into voiceover acting. And as always, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Do I have to? You don't have to. Oh, well, you, okay. You know, you probably should since, you know, you're part of the company and all, but, I, you I know. I suppose, but I mean... You, you also you get, get to hear that. what I say every day, so... That's true. I get to hear it out loud. Yes, and it's all brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's that word again. There's Absolutely. that word again. Hey, we're going to do this again next week. Hope you can join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. I express my gratitude to you, blah, 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 for counseling, perseverance, and patience and allowing this milestone to manifest itself. Don't be afraid to overwrite there a little bit, Alex. <laughs> Sounds that's like the closing of a tome. Right. <laughs> uh, we thought we'd address some of these issues uh, right from the top here. And I'm going to turn it right over to Mike since I read the question. Uh, I knew you were going to do that. You're like, oh, I, I did the hard part, Mike. Here you go. You can answer all these questions. 
again, you know, not to, to you know, belabor the point, but it, I think hourly does work, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll just jump right in here. Okay. okay. Very nicely done. Oh, I like the little, the little clap at the end. Again, I don't think there were many outtakes <laughs> there. We got to stop that. I know, right? Yeah. We got to get worse at doing this podcast thing, Warren. <laughs> we are just getting it's too going good, much, sir. It's getting much too smooth. Two awards under our belt, and we are <laughs> just flirting with perfection. You know? Yep. Listen, yep, yep. I mean, uh, you know, what can I say? I don't always do things right, but I never do them wrong. <laughs> Is that what you could say? <laughs> yeah, you, I, I could say it. Could I don't say know it. how accurate it would be, but. <laughs> <laughs>